and uh, deriding those who had premarital sex. Deriding does not is not the thing that people do on Saturday night. It's literally <laughs> uh, ridiculing people. All right. So uh, <laughs> deriding those who had. We not even escape past that. <laughs> Good luck, everybody else. You know, I just recently found out I was colorblind. Here we go. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> 31 years of age. Just found out I was colorblind. Insane. Just showed up right out of the orange. Uh, what's, what's, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, welcome back, everybody, to the Get Fresh Crew podcast. My name is Big Fresh. What's up, y'all? I'm Crew. Yo, Crew. What's up? What they do? I I've been doing a lot of shit lately. Yeah. Um, but school is back in session, <laughs> and I know. And I don't know what it is, but this year the teachers are asking for like pictures from like home. They're like, we want it to be like feel like a family vibe, and it's like it's triggering me because I've worked in customer service forever and any job that says we're a family it's like red flags bells and whistles are going off so now that these teachers are like hey can you make a scrapbook and send us pictures you know of of your family and this that and the other i'm like bitch why why do you want that a it's 2023 (laughs) all of my shit is in a device (laughs) i can't tell you the last time i printed out a picture for anything what are you what are you what Yes, they're yeah. all older teachers. They're so far sweet, very nice. Love all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but why are you asking me for these pictures? It's just like, bro, I can't stand it. So I'm not in your school district, but I can only tell you two things that could have ever been the reason for making it. <laughs> yes. All right. During the summer, those 12 month employees known as principals <laughs> go to meetings where they're told mm. how to approach this new school year. By their superintendent. And sometimes they're given an initiative. And it may not just always be scholastically uh, developed. But yeah. it's also like, how do you mean, like, you know, what's the vibe for this school? Right. Yeah. You know, how can we make it whatever? And so somebody yeah. from somewhere smoking on something I mean, tells you that you should do, like, pictures from home. We had something Ugh. just as dumb. So stupid. We had something just as dumb where we came in pre-service, uh, and everybody loves pre-service, where they come in and they're like, <laughs> um, I want you to write your why and write it out, and we're going to give you access to this Google slide, and <laughs> you're all going to get your all Google slides, right? And I want you to decorate it, put it whatever you want, and then just write your why, like why you teach, why you do what you do every day. On your Google slide. Dear God. And the vice principal was supposed to go in and then print off your why and then put it on a frame and give every teacher so that you can hang it on your door so everybody could see your why every day. That is annoying. Right. It was. Especially when everybody was doing it. They they didn't know how to use Google slides correctly. So they were changing the background for everybody. That's you just funny got, as hell. <laughs> so that, you got like 40 staff members in a cafeteria going... Yo, who changed my slide? And it's like, and then they, and then, then they never printed them. They never printed them off. So it's like the initiative in the beginning of the year is ne- nobody ever remembers it until you get like, uh, you start giving up on it about six weeks in. Yeah. And then somebody's like, uh, so what are we doing this year? Make sure nobody dies. Simple. Simple. Just like that. Oh my God. What else? Uh, I recently got back into reading. I'm very excited about that. Um, Aww. I've been reading a book. It is a mud mystery. And I don't know why I said it like that. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was the cook. <laughs> it was the cook. Um, but yeah, so far it's, it's, I feel like it has a dash of comedy in it, which, you know, I love them all for some fun and some ha obviously. Um, but yeah, Shorty right. threw her check in the trash and was dumpster diving to get her check back. Found a fucking body. And right. so, yeah, that's where we are. And when I left off, she was being interrogated. I'm like, what a book. Yeah. 
And then the second book I'm reading is about managing stress and anxiety and emotions and your moods with um, aromatherapy and like herbs and this, that, and the other. So I'm really, I'm really excited about that because the book started off when this lady, uh, she was, you know, giving you all her accolades and, you know, how, how she is uh, certified to tell you this information, right? And right. she was like, my daughter, she was a preschool teacher, calls me one day, wasn't feeling good. By the end of the day, she was a paraplegic and like, shit just hit the fan. It was exactly. And so she was like, this is how I got through that. And before this happened, I was already doing stuff to help other people manage their shit. So that's where I'm at. I've been reading and it's it's been pretty enlightening and I'm excited to finish them both. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Very excited to finish those books. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I can't read. So Damn. I hope I hope you can continue to tell me more about this story because for sure. I'm I'm interested. So you can't read and you're colorblind. For fuck's sake. Yeah. I just walk I'm around just throwing my hands up and just be like, yo, yo, yo. Put my hands Where up. Playing my song. Never heard music. Of that. That's crazy. <laughs> Most <laughs> I'm actually also deaf. So <laughs> wow. I've just been yeah, Multi-passing. Pick a struggle. Yeah. I've just been reading lips and just been like, that. I think hey. we're on task today. Fake it to make it. Hey. You're doing great. 19 episodes in. I've yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where is Miami? Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No, you got a Tony uh, for sure. Oh, I can definitely get a Tony, yes. I can your ass off. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Something has oh, yeah. changed within me. Um, no, uh, so this, this week, a lot has been going on, uh, Mm -hmm. very traumatic, traumatic. Mm. Um, we are supposed to be starting pre, so my girl's starting pre-service week, uh, technically tomorrow, so she's going to go in and deal with like being a new teacher, which is dope. Can you explain what pre-service is for the people that do not know? Yeah. So pre-service week pretty much means that before your kids get to come in and and uh, Fuck pretty up much shit. spend the next nine months uh, ruining shit, <laughs> we have somewhere up to like four to six days to get everything ready. Oh, fun! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, literally, so so for new teachers, they come in and they have to come in like three days before, especially in our county. They come in three days before everybody else, mm-hmm. and they have to go through their little orientations and their you know, they learn about um, the the things that you don't get to experience in the pre-pre-service week for those people. Like, they have mm-hmm. a whole program. So, like, there's a three-day course where they just go through things. They go some team-building exercises mm-hmm. some shit like that. And then all the other teachers come in, you know, with their coffee-stained cups and their, you know, Judgment. demeanor of 17 years of doing stuff. 30, 32 years. I've been doing this goddamn job for 32 years. I think I know how to teach a thing or two. The <laughs> curriculum hasn't changed that much. And you're like, all right, man. Just go back into the cafeteria and serve. Like, I don't know why you, <laughs> you're talking to me about this. But no, they're, they're absolutely like a whole, like a week of doing that. But it's, it doesn't mm. feel like enough It doesn't time. feel like enough time because sometimes you get in there and you're like, like for me, I'm already mentally freaking out because, like, uh, I don't know. I know what my classroom looks like. I don't know how mm-hmm. much they took down or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But when I get okay. there, I'm going to have a blank slate. So I have to figure out what to, uh, do. what to do, how to decorate. Is it too much decorating? Is it not enough decorating? And then some people, and this is just some, mm-hmm. and it depends on the, the nature of where you're at. Some people decorate the shit out of their classrooms. Yeah. And some people have this thing where it's like, as long as there's enough uh, examples and exemplar up on the boards and things like that, we're all good. We ain't got to worry about none of that. Okay. Yeah. But for me, I know I have a classroom that has natural light. And the first thing I thought about was plants. Okay, plants. And I am not a plant person. But it felt necessary to put plants. I will take you as a plant person. Not a plant person. Yeah. Right? I plant myself down and I do (laughs) some stuff. And that's it. I am not a plant person, but it felt that. wrong to have that much window everywhere and not have a few plants up. I feel that. Why don't and you do so, like some stained art or something like on the windows? That'd be I cool. don't. 
I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, like the um. I might have said it, uh, stained glass. Here we go. Like at the the church and stuff, how they have like the colorful glass. Since you said I, it has natural light, I feel like that yeah. can maybe make the the room colorful. But something like maybe that you can take off so it's not there every single day, you know. But I think that right. might be cool. That would be interesting for me. I would I would like to know the parameters of what to do before I get into I feel catching that. the windows on that joint. Um. I might have to bring my speaker for that classroom. I don't think it's hooked up electronically. So there's That's a lot crazy. of things I, I got to figure. Well, you know, black people. So mm. like anything's possible. <laughs> I got to go. I, I have to go in and scope. That's pretty much what happens is if you're brand new. Sometimes I'm not going to talk about teaching anymore. This is the last one I'm going to give until I actually have to go back to work. Sometimes you go to a place and they're like, you spent the whole year in room 305. And uh-huh. you spend all the time in 305. and then. Somebody just sent you an email or they just go, hey, you're now in 201 this year. Violation. And you're like, disrespectful. As hell. You didn't even ask me. They sometimes, they will, they'll try to even let appease you know you. before. Not even appease. What are they going to do? Oh, uh, we, get, we got uh, <laughs> extra uh, Keurig K-cups. No, that's not how the fuck. No. What they do is they'll tell you at the end of the year some BS, right? Mm-hmm. So to let y'all in on the secret. Before I go off on trade secrets, everything right. So for me, I had three elementary schools, and I have a base school and two other schools. So they mm. don't get the other two schools don't get they get half a day less than everybody else. So they try to tell me what I was going to have next year. So one school, I worked my way from being on the stage because I mm. hated being on the stage. You had to deal with all the stuff that was going on. Uh, cafeteria, you had to work with the, the lunch schedule because you, you're trying to talk to kids behind a curtain while everybody's just all this bullshit. Oh, that sounds so, chaotic. It is chaotic. So I, I, I begged for the idea of like, yo, can you please, please put me in a room somewhere? Right, what do you have? Please. And they Something. found a room and they gave me a classroom and I made it work. And so they're going to put me back in that room if I was there. I know the right. person that they're taking. So I'm telling him, if they move you somewhere, just be like, yo, what happened to blank room? Right. They, set them up for success. Know, right. Set them up for success. The next school, they had me on stage again. I hated it. Absolutely hated it. And I, I begged for a room, right? I was like, yo, y'all clearing out this room? Can I get this right. room? What's up with this room? I'm right. the only teacher that doesn't have a room. Mm. They, turned, they turned around, said, you can have this room next year. And we'll even let you start using it because we just cleared it out. And so I started using it, changed mm-hmm. my life, changed the demeanor of the kids because now they're actually in a classroom. In so a they classroom, like, yeah. So they actually feel like they're learning, not like that there's some after school special. We're just spending time away from. Right. And that's what you don't understand about the psychology of the kids that they think that they're just running away or they think they're just escaping class. Exactly. But if you come to another class, then you're treating it like you do other classes, but they don't I get that. that. So, but it's so simple. Like you, you would think being in that environment already, it would be. Come on now, one plus one is two. It makes sense. It makes it makes sense. Common sense ain't so common. You're right. And then the third school, which is my favorite lie of all time, was mm-hmm. they tried to tell me at the end of the year, "Oh, we're gonna have to, we're gonna bring you in, in from because we they had me in a temporary one of those outside buildings outside mm-hmm. the school, so they had me over yeah. there. They hated that I was out there." Because I never used to come through the front door. I used to just park next to my temp and then just call a teacher and be like, yo, let me in from the side door and then pull mm-hmm. my kids. So I could show up when I Whenever. felt like. Yeah. And then pick, pick up kids and they'll be like, oh, I didn't know you were here today. It's not your job to know that I'm here today. Right. Mind, Mind your business. Pages. Right. Okay. So. They told me they're going to have to bring me in. So they're like, oh, we need you to bring all your instruments in and you're going to have to bring all your stuff. You got to clear out your classroom. And I was like, so where are you going to put me? Uh, we're going to find space in a media center. How? When you teach media. Well, right. To, right. You don't understand what my schedule is. I'm supposed to teach this many times. You're going to tell me that I'm going to have to make my way through a media schedule? That's crazy. I got back there this summer to help clear out the classroom and the the building service manager said, 
No, you're not leaving that classroom. They're just adding art to your classroom. So they made, they cleared out the room, right? And they were like, all right, cool. I had to move all my instruments, move everything to the back wall. And then the front half of the classroom is supposedly going to be used for art. A, an entire temporary was already de defined for art. And then turned around and gave art and band one temporary. That doesn't make any damn sense. No, it does not make any damn sense. But you know who <laughs> has to deal with it? Not you? me, nigga. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got, so I got worried about whether I'm going to stain fucking windows or not. <laughs> I'm not worried about right <laughs> that part. Shit. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm just focused on that and some other stuff. So. I feel it. I'm really excited for the future stories that you're going to share with us. I'm very excited, and I can't wait. I'm and honestly, I'm really happy for you. I am. I'm yeah. really happy for you. I've really appreciated you uh, hoping this would happen for me. So I really do appreciate that. Absolutely, Frank. So, yeah. Um, speaking of positive women. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> oh, Lord, these segues. I feel uh, like at one point, I'm going to make a highlight reel of just all of the crazy ass segues. Yes. Yeah, and just you, post it. That's going to be. Ab, oh, absolutely. can't wait. <laughs> ab, absolutely. Oh, God. Uh, it's about damn time. There you go. There you go. Hey, let's go. Let's go two for two. Pow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Dude, would you like to lead us into this or would you like me to do it? Because I feel like we both are very much so invested in this buggery. I'll try my best by reading. Okay. The article. Okay, that works. That works. That works. Okay. Take so, it away, Penny. Yes. Three of Lizzo's former dancers have <laughs> accused the singer of sexual harassment and creating a hostile work environment in a lawsuit <laughs> filed Tuesday. They also alleged that she pressured one of them to touch a nude performer at an Amsterdam club and, and subjected the group to an excruciating audition after leveling false accusations. That they were drinking on the job. A.K.A. hazing. Yeah. And that's not the bottom of it. But Gosh. I tell you what. That's some funny ass shit. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is insane. Oh, it's, no. It's insane. And then the, the, the dance captain. Oh, yeah. She seems like a looney tune. She is. She Shirley. seems like a complete. First of all, Quigley, <laughs> Charlene Quigley, Looney Tune, hundred percent. Absolutely. She. I don't even know where to start with this. For one, this has been just the girls have been doing interviews. Well, we'll get to that in a second because yeah. that's a hot ass mess. But so it's against Lizzo, her production company, and then the captain of the dance team, which is the Looney Tune, alleged Looney Tune, Charlene. And she's yeah. been trying to convert people to Christianity. She'd be talking about masturbation and all of this other stuff, just making it really weird. Awkward. And so, very awkward. So the lawsuit comes out. It's real thick. Real thick lawsuit. Like the dancers. Like the dancers. <laughs> <laughs> and they're alleging all of these crazy things about a banana. Somebody had to eat a banana out of some girl's coochie. Allegedly. And allegedly. And then apparently um, Ariana Davis had recorded a conversation or she recorded something. And they asked her to delete it. And I think she did it. So they brought her into the office and made her delete said video. And that is what she's claiming is... Her being held hostage, because that's also a claim in the lawsuit. By law, that is you being held hostage. I mean, by law, yes. Technicality, law, legal, on paper. I mean, it's a law. It's a lawsuit. <laughs> no. Yeah, so you're right. You're right. If somebody says you can't leave until you do something, 
that is against your will. That's captivity. So, but also, I feel like there are different uh, levels to it, right? Because Absolutely. let's take for example, you steal something, and they're like, you can't leave until you either pay for it or give it back. Right now, you're being yes. detained. No, but I guess that's lawful detainment. That's a lawful detainment. So when you right. have those moments of actually being an no. actual hostage, you have to deal with that. So a person being right. held in a conflict as a pledge pending the fulfillment of an agreement. That is what we're looking at as their hostage takeover. True. To me, Shadi did what she was doing, and it was incredibly awkward. Yeah. And to tell somebody that you were like, imagine your boss calling you in and being like, uh, cool. Hey, uh, crew, you've been late, so I need you to f- sign this paper. And they're like, you'll be like, no, I'm not signing this paper. Right. You're not leaving this office until you sign this paper. That's hostage. That's hostage. Yes. Absolutely. Like, 100%. that's just like in, in, a, in a simplest form, you telling me I can't leave is infringing on me unless I point. broke the law. Right. Facts. And if you're that's, in the yeah. power to detain me, then that's how that works. So, as legal speak as it goes, she was held hostage. She was held hostage. Now, allegedly. Al- <laughs> <laughs> I love when you do that. Allegedly. I got a whole ass button. She goes, allegedly. Because <laughs> uh, it'd be but, weird if I'd be like, press the button. <laughs> I mean, I, you know how many times I'm in a fucking Discord call and somebody goes, I'm gonna need a that part. I'm like, yo, y'all don't request shit in this house. Like, um, you don't pay no button bills in this bitch, right? <laughs> I got a lifetime subscription. Y'all better stop. <laughs> um, the lawsuit continues. It goes. Uh, it also accuses the captain of Lizzo's dance team of proselytizing to other performers. Now. Trying to get y'all to Jesus. <laughs> Won't he do it? Well. Proselytizing, for those who are on the same reading level as me, is about converting people. And uh, deriding those who had premarital sex. Deriding does not, it's not the thing that people do on Saturday night. It's literally <laughs> uh, ridiculing people. All right? So... Uh, <laughs> deriding those who had we not even escape past that <laughs> it is oh, <laughs> so deriding is uh, ridiculing people so yeah, when you deal is. with when you deal with mm. <laughs> gotta stay Rid- on brand know what I'm saying st- <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> so so she was she was literally just ridiculing people about premarital sex and then still talking about lewd sexual like sexual fantasies simulating oral sex like yeah, I can really only weird. I don't even know how to like I try to imagine what that conversation is it's like girls are just minding their business talking about stuff dancing they're yeah. probably like throwing ass on break and they're like you know that's great when you guys are like on on the clock but you're throwing so much ass that's not good for Jesus. And you're like, what the f- What? Hey, get out of here, Charlene. We're bi- like, mind- <laughs> like, we're minding our damn business. And Shoot. Like, you, need to, you need to worry about the word of God. Because if you're over there doing all it is, sucking all it is, then you'll <laughs> never, like, I, I can just, um, like, what, con- can I just, for one second, bring up the biggest issue, pun intended, in this whole situation? <laughs> Yes. Why was Lizzo weight shaming? <laughs> that's the part that, yo, that's, that is the craziest, wildest thing to me. And I was like, and it literally in order, it goes like, okay, uh, hostile environment, this, that, and the other, weight shame. Bitch, why, who? And I need more clarification because that's, it's not, it's not making sense in my brain that she, Lizzo was weight shaming anybody. Miss body positivity, this, that, and the other. There's no way, right? Like, I feel like there's something we're missing because that don't make no sense. That's crazy. The accusation is that 
the dancers accused Lizzo, a performer known for embracing ballsy positivity mm-hmm. and celebrating her physique, of calling attention to one dancer's weight gain and later berating, then firing that dancer after she recorded a meeting because of a health condition. Did she record the meeting because of a health condition? Or was the meeting called because of a health condition? I believe the meeting was probably called. I think the weight gain might have been due to a health condition. And she recorded the meeting for whatever purposes. Because I don't see her recording a meeting for health purposes. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, what health right. like, reasons would you need to record? Like, how would that help you in any health matter? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm like, missing something. Like I said, I can't read. But generally speaking, <laughs> I understand. What I'm getting... So there's two possibilities, right? From the lips I've read. Right. For the, <laughs> for the lips I've read, <laughs> you have the possibility of being like, all right, cool. It's a possible thyroid condition, which means that she could have dealt with weight gain from that person, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. And then she was called into a meeting and Lizzo was like, you little, little, you're looking a little chunky. You slowing down on me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I'm sorry, Lizzo. My throat's Why, she, enough, why does right? she have to sound like that? Because of the thyroid. <laughs> See, you thought it was a fat day. First of all, no. I, I. (laughs) (laughs) Niggas with thyroid problems don't sound like that. (laughs) You also don't dance for Lizzo, so there's a whole other situation. So so Lizzo dancers sound like that? Nope. (laughs) Didn't say it. Never said it. (laughs) But. It's the last episode. Allegedly. (laughs) They allegedly sound like that. Now. (laughs) First of all, I'm way bigger than you, so I can say, give so a with this fuck. Like, she's like, that don't mean you're not doing it. You right. just as bad as Lizzo. <laughs> it's like, god damn. You gonna be in the lawsuit next? Hey, oh, hey, god. hey. No, what, so so she gets in there and she's like, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll raise it up. I'm sorry, Lizzo. My throat, my thyroid, it hurt. Right, and then Shawty's like, I don't want to hear none of that shit. You were supposed to be losing weight. Are you recording me? <laughs> right? And it's like all that. Now, that's exactly how Lizzo sound. Don't even do that. All right? So, <laughs> so that's exactly right. Or it's <laughs> she did gain weight and she was dealing with like something like, I don't know, like a high blood pressure situation or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It, it had to do with her performance. It had to. It's the only logical reasoning to even bring her in the office. Because if yeah. you looked at her and she somehow gained a little weight and you could see that. You yeah. berating her? It doesn't even matter. It doesn't even matter until it's a performance-based initiative. Exactly. Until it's it's that one dancer can't keep up anymore. Right. Then it's an issue. And and that's the conversation. Then we can start talking about it. But you're going right. to sit here and tell me. And this is a point that I loved, I wanted to make for a while. Mm-hmm. We're all on the body positivity train, right? We're all talking mm-hmm. about how Lizzo has been embracing her physique. Yeah. If you see the pictures of her perform, most of hers is a nude suit with the coloring kind of like covering all yeah. her body parts. Yeah. But then all of her dancers are wearing the actual materials. Mm. They're actually out there wearing the the pink uh, undergarments, the actual like yeah. straps and things. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lizzo has an actual like nude suit overlay. Right. That's yeah, on legit. her body. Yeah. So I'm like, she's not really about that body positivity thing. She's just trying to tell people that that's her brand. I don't know. That's how I, that's how I feel. I but feel that. Like I get that. And I get how it, how it could come off that way. But the fact that she can make her dancers wear more skimpier things than she does throws me off. If you're the brand, wear the brand. Right, I feel that. What is, what is it that we're doing? And she's and and they just kind of went and just said, "All right, this is what we're going to wear." Yeah. It's just more upsetting to have somebody turn around and be big boned. Come on, and Bebo. then weight shame <laughs> someone because you hand select big boned women. Legit had auditions and everything. A show, a whole show. A whole show. And what's crazy, I feel like Lizzo's Lizzo's lawyers are really working overtime because they are trying to discredit the hell out of these women. 
Um, there's been, and I mean, I get it. That's their job. That's what you're supposed to do. You want to discredit the the alleged victims, witnesses, everything, all of that. The other side, them niggas lying. So <laughs> you try to dis- <laughs> you try to discredit them. I get it. But uh, there was a leaked audition tape from I think it was Ariana. Yes, it was from Ariana or season two of Watch Out for the Big Girls. So in this audition takes place after the alleged incidents had already happened. So now it's like, okay, if all of this stuff happened and it was as bad as you say it is, why were you auditioning to go back into it? So now that is now up for discussion and this, that, and the other. Everybody's opinions is in on that, which I get how it looks. It does look weird. Like if it was, if it was horrible, if it was a situation that you did not want any parts of to be removed from, you would not audition to go back into it and audition tape she looks 100% into it get it but then also like the thing that really rubbed me the wrong way is that they're doing all of these interviews the Mm. interviews themselves aren't the issue it's what they're saying in these interviews it's not helping their case and I feel like their lawyers are doing um a huge disservice because why would you let your client go on TMZ ET, CNN, and all of these other other news outlets doing these interviews, and the answers that they are giving is literally tearing down their case. They're like, ah, maybe, kinda. It's it's no definitive answers. There was one question that was asked: um, Did you did you feel like I forget how they worded it, but pretty much, did you feel like your job was? Um, you know, up for grabs if you didn't do this. She was like, yeah, I kind of felt that way. It was insinuated. I'm like, bitch, oh. you are fucking it up. Why would you say that? And then there were, she was, there was one, I think this was a TMV interview. She was literally sitting right next to her lawyer saying this. And I'm just like, dude, are, do like, you secretly work for Lizzo? Because this is your client. Why would you like, let her say this? This was actually my first time being a lawyer. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the hell is wrong with this man? The ink still wet. Like, God, come on. Dang. Yeah, just like just got over the bar. Shit, <laughs> just did it. Just this did shit it. is just. Oh, I was just like, this is bad. It's really bad, and it really makes me feel like, for one, I don't know what it takes to work up the nerve and courage to to go after somebody like this in the lawsuit form, right? Because right. it's it's these three women. But there are other dancers that have come out in support of them. There are other people that have come out in support of them and what they're saying, like going for it. But I have no idea what it takes to actually do something like this. So for them to do that, cool. If that's how you felt, you absolutely felt wronged. And now, you know, you're going for it. But like, I, I just, these interviews, you're really fucking it up. And I just, I don't understand why your lawyer will let you do that. It, it, it looks so bad. Because it's going to be used in court. Oh, 100% going to be and the fact, And the fact that they're even attempting to do it. You know, a, a part of me feels like they're... A part of me feels like it's the, it's the Pill Cosby situation, right? Where, like, mm. all these people started coming out and started giving their testimony. But their, yeah. their testimonies were all aligned. They didn't back down. It was a sense of power, and they went for it. Yeah. These women are still under this guise that not... Not that they'll never be able to dance again or anything like that, but it's just like mm-hmm. that they 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 are worried that they'll never be as up as they were. Yeah, because it, it's already and, hard. They're not your traditional dancer. Yeah, yeah. And so I, it's not like you can salvage anything after you've done this. Like it's not no, like you're gonna get no going right. back. There's no other venue or not a big enough venue where they have a population like this. So. You might as well double down and be like, that's exactly what she did, and I'm here for my compensation. Period. And get your no, money. No, it's ands or buts. Like, leave right. no space for any confusion. And these interviews are doing exactly that. And I feel like you just, it's just things you don't say. Like, if you are accusing somebody of something, you want to be very sure and direct with your words, not. I thought so. I think so. It seemed like don't use words like that. No, you're not supposed to at all. You're absolutely and like your lawyer is fucking fire the lawyer, please. Fire, fire your, your lawyer because they are they're not doing a good job. 
Oh, yeah. should have never let you. If you were going to do interviews, they should have prepped you airtight, solid. Should have prepped you. And if they did and you went off the cuff, that's on you. But, hey, y'all out here looking crazy. Hey, we can do all this lawyer prep. Hey, look. Crew and Fresh, attorney of law. Come on now. Hey, come on now. Pro bono. I got (laughs) pro bono, right? Pro big bono. All right? (laughs) All up in there. It had been no issue whatsoever. I've been right up there, walking up there with the suitcase. Come on. Do, 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 do. Right, all that. More people's court. Right. No, let's, let's, let, right, let's talk, let's talk about it. All right? So, the first thing you're going to do, deny, deny, deny. Right? <laughs> Get in there and you tell them they ain't shit. And if they say anything about you or they treat you some type of way, you're going to handle your business. You feel me? All right? Period. Right. Now, now, eat this Nutri-Grain bar. Right. Now, what did and he just say? Said, repeat it back. Right, repeat, right. You saw the interview you did on TMZ? We're going to watch it for 48 minutes. Because whatever you said, you better memorize it like it's your jet-dang parents, right? Come on now. <laughs> I'd have been in it. Right. That's exactly what you got to do. Because it's the moment somebody goes, uh, and you said your name is Ariana? Uh, yes, that's correct. But isn't it true, Ariana, if that is your real name? Then in seventh exactly grade, you was going do. by Ariana, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> well, I was I was really nervous, and the teacher called me that. Uh, how did you guys know? Uh, you're right. right. There was no banana, and you're like, God, got her. <laughs> it's like, you know what I so. love? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? Every single time something happens, always some shit gets resurfaced. Oh. The fucking interview she did in Amsterdam with the banana, super not helpful for her. But here's My what I feel thing. like. <laughs> I feel like she got way too comfortable with her employees. And a line was crossed. And yeah. I feel like not only did she get way too unco- way too comfortable with her employees, um, she also probably maybe wasn't as hands-on as as she should have been and nipping things in the bud, which created that hostile environment as well as her um, adding to it. And normally when stuff like this pops off, I try to wait till like all of the information is out there to form an opinion. But it just just really feels like a lot of fuck shit was going on. Where were you at? Where were your antennas? Number Mm -hmm. one. Number two... As as a boss, you are the brand. You're the head honcho, right? You cannot do stuff like this with your employees because it creates a blurred line. Because at some point, you have to be in a, a position of authority. You have to tell them things to do, what you expect, this, that, and the other. And if you're key king with them to a certain degree, it's it makes it blurry. Like you can be friendly for sure and have relationships with your employees. But not to this extent. This is a little bit too much, too far. And eating bananas out of coochies is crazy. That's first of all, it's fucking up your pH balance. Why would you even put that in there? Like that's there's too much going on. Bananas don't right. go in your coochie. No, they, they don't. Ass. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Everybody knows that. I right. mean, come on, you learned that first day of school. Right, that's called Curious George. Come on. <laughs> where, did, where did this go? Like, it's exactly how it goes. <laughs> no, nah, the... Uh, so I try to make a reference to this because it was a conversation. We didn't even have this part of the conversation yet. But what I was trying to make the reference to without, without going too far was um, the Penn State football coach, Joe Paterno. Okay. From back in like 2010, right? He was a he was a coach. He's the most winningest coach in in NCAA FBS. Oh, history, okay, right. And he was a very old man, short guy, all that, right? He was just mm-hmm. he was known. His name is Joe Pa. Like he was like just an Italian. Oh, right. Yes. And he was great. And <clears throat> they found out that one of his like coaches or somebody that was working on the team had like these sexual allegations of like dealing with the players and stuff like that. Mm. And that's why this whole, this, like, there's a whole conversation about like this guy, Jerry Sandusky. And so pretty much what ended up happening is this motherfucker did that and everybody went, there's no way that Joe Paterno didn't know. There's no mm. way he didn't know. So then, so he, now he has to retire. <gasps> 
because oh, of this guy. Because right? that dude was some fuck exactly. shit. Exactly. So some fuck shit. But then you have to do all the research, and I implore everybody to just go in and just and pull look up, a, up. A, look it up. But there's a whole article that says now we know what Joe Paterno knows, right? Oh, because during that whole time where he gets alle- like this entire allegation and everything, yeah, happens, Joe Paterno dies. Then it so, was stressed out, stressed to death. It was it was more than that, but he ended up getting lung cancer. It wasn't from Aww. smoking, but in general, the man passed away during a time when someone else was doing some fuck shit. Yeah, under his nose. Yeah, and so to me, Yikes. the same type of thing happens every time you have somebody here, and then there's a person of power. They're like, mm-hmm. your job was to know that this person was fucking up. Yeah, and and so that's the biggest issue. Your CEO doesn't know that the vice president's stealing money. It's like, how would I know? He's stealing, <laughs> right? He didn't tell me, right? He didn't come to me and was like, let me let me give you some money, Dad. No, that's not how that worked. So like, <laughs> so it's tough when it's like, all right, did Lizzo know? Did Lizzo not know? But mm. as you make the point, Lizzo also was really fucking friendly, and I think that was just out of the nature of. I'm dancing with my girls, and because yeah, because if you see things, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna push a boundary. Beyonce mm-hmm. has that video uh, where she's dancing oh, yeah. with all her dancers, right, in like a fucking hotel, right? Yeah. Um, Billie Eilish has a whole thing where she's just hanging out with a bunch of girls, and it's not that she's besties with all of them, but right. that is also a persona of the closeness that they are with their dancers. Right. Absolutely. So it wouldn't shock me. That if Lizzo made an entire TV show with a bunch of dancers and hung out with them and was treating them like a certain type of way, that she was also doing the hazing part of her mm. job. And because as a member of a fraternity, right, an alumni member, mm-hmm. I can tell you right now that there were things that have occurred in situations where the group said, is this a reportable offense? Technically. Are we actually going to report it? Probably not. Yeah. And the group decided to handle it in-house. In-house, right. And that's where I think the situation started. People start going, I can't handle this in-house anymore. Yeah. And that's how it's supposed to work. You're supposed to go in-house, then out. Yeah. I wonder what the the breaking point was. The final straw, and they were just like, you know what? No. I wonder if it was the banana. If that was because that's that's a lot, honestly. I'm I'm not even trying to be funny because that is that's a lot. I feel like the banana that broke the dancer's back is probably one of the greatest things I could have ever thought in my head. <laughs> and and I just and I just it had to be said out loud. So it did. Yeah, it did. There's that. But yeah, I I'm looking forward to see how the rest of this unfolds. I really feel like those interviews were damaging, so I don't know how it's going to come out for them. But hey, hey, Beyonce still fuck with her, so you know she got Beyonce support, so she good. Oh, Beyonce is definitely beating the shit out of her dancers. <laughs> Absolutely right again. Okay. All right again. Okay, come <laughs> on now. She said, "You call that a death drop? I'll show you a death drop." <laughs> Where's the concussion? I don't right. see the dedication. <laughs> right. You call that cuffing it? So I'm like, yo, imagine me. I'm alle- <laughs> allegedly. Can you can you imagine allegedly that Beyonce comes out like or like six years from now and somebody's like, uh, this just in the news. Beyonce is being accused of killing 13 dancers over the past 15 years. That's insane. That is insane. I think it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> this is uh You guys are getting your Renaissance concerts, right? Hmm. That's what you wanted, huh? That's what you wanted. Is what you Sacrifices asked for. Sacrifices had to be made. Yeah. Pretty hurt. <laughs> oh man. Gosh. What's up? What are we switching it up with today, my friend? What are we switching it? Up to so I have bought a book. As a person who can't read, I'm gonna try today. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, found it out. You got it. Okay, Dante, use Dante. juice, hot <laughs> that. Yay! <laughs> yes, Dante, you juice. 
Hot Day That. It's called uh, Don't You Just Hate That. All right. <laughs> so uh, it's a it's an entire book of annoying things. And okay. what what are we going to discuss? I'm going to try to run through a couple of these. Uh, okay. And I say couple. I'm literally just going to start from the beginning. And then ever so often, we're going to pick it back up and look at some annoying shit. Period. And discuss it. So off the rip, the number one, and it's not in order, but mm-hmm. the first one in the book is great. And it goes, wondering if the appetizer you're sharing with a friend is being divided evenly. You ever, like, share, like, calamari or, like, stuff, like, wings and you don't count them out? And you just start going back and forth? Me and my girl do this shit all <laughs> the time. And her favorite thing in the, in the world is we'll get to, like, the last one. And she'll be like, yeah. oh, that one's yours. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no. I already had it in my head that that was yours. And she's like, no, no, no. Because I ate this one. And I'm like. Yeah, we do that too. <laughs> oh my god! I'm like, yo, you gotta stop. Like, and that's like the polite, it's polite, right? It's <laughs> polite. It's like okay, especially if I know I've been busting it down. I'm gonna oh. leave like the last few. I'm like, that's that's all you. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, no, I know. I've been fucking these up. Because <laughs> because normally we'll discuss the food and I'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah, it's, oh, it's good. Oh, actually, I like to see. We compare calamari all the time, so we're I just know. going in and doing that shit. I but love that how do that. <laughs> right. And we go in there, we just start picking at it. And the moment that one person's not talking so much, because it'll probably just be me talking the most, she'll probably mentally realize I might have had three in a row. And I'm like, <laughs> it's fine. We no, we're we're at dinner together. It's cool. Right. right? And she's like, no, this one's yours. <laughs> and now I feel bad for eating the last one. So it Yeah, you good. always feel bad. You always feel bad. Like I feel like it's a little bit better when you're like with your like your person. But yeah. I feel like when you're in like a group setting and you're out with your friends or whatever, it it definitely like it's always a mental note you have. It's like a mental counter you have going on. You're just like, hmm. Because you have to be the with the right group. Because you do. The, if you're in the right group, there's Everybody's always counting. a I was gonna say, because there's always a little bit left. <laughs> yes. No one needs the last bread. And when that person does, you always silently judge, like, really? Bread the last one? Like what? you didn't want to split did she, it? You, you didn't even cut the bread in half, bro. You did you even ask for you, a refill before you, you had ate it? six. And I know My we guy. had cheesecake factory and they just itty bitty, but like and the guy comes back and he puts more bread on it, and you're like, you look. Do you there's unspoken rule? If you did not know, I'm letting y'all know right the fuck now. Unspoken, unwritten rule. If you eat the last piece. You don't get the first piece when the new so the, one, comes, one out. comes out. You better not touch no. it. Because don't even fresh, acknowledge it. Because the fresh bread is for everyone that waited. It's that the part. polite don't move to touch do. Touch it. I'm going to be looking at y'all in your eyeball. If you go out Dead with me, ass. I wish you would bird. touch it. It's and if you hide, I wish you don't let us don't let us be a red lobster with them cheddar bay biscuits. It's a problem. Don't let us be an outback, even though it's not pumper pumper nickel bread. I don't know what it yeah. is. It's not that. I used to work that. that. I should know, but I don't. But that yeah. brown bread, don't touch she it. Used to. Used to. <laughs> That's why she used to, because she don't remember the name of the bread. I got fired. You don't know <laughs> it. Right. Get out. Like, <laughs> All right. She said, somebody said, "Audi, mate, could you name the bread that we actually serve in?" And they're like, "Pumper nickel." You're fired. <laughs> like, oh god! Yo, I have me? to tell y'all my my uh, horror serving stories. I have so many. I have to tell you. I have one day. I will tell you guys all of the bullshit. So we'll just do our, our serving stories. Okay, cool. Yeah, because I used to, I used to work at restaurants. I've worked at plenty. I've been server and high end restaurants, shitty ass diners. Like I've, yeah. the gambit. I want to hear stories. that. I want to hear that because the only oh. ones I have close to that. Our customer service. Yeah. Working at a parking garage. Oh. So. Yeah, we could do we could do work horror stories. People suck, but yeah. Yuck. Definitely. So now y'all know. If you eat the last piece, don't even reach for the first piece. Don't even acknowledge it. Just drink some water or drink whatever beverage you got. Don't touch it. Yeah. Let at least three people, depending on how how many people you're there with, and let oh, yeah. two or three people get theirs off first. And then you could go back in. Off rip. You gotta mm-hmm. make sure. Yeah, it's the polite thing to do. Uh, look, okay, so number two, having to make that face to people in the hallway at work that implies, hey. <laughs> that is so, 
just that look, you just get a, a little head nod, the little the tightness of your face. You're just like, I didn't want to address you. Right. At all. Don't talk. Just a, a polite head nod is good. Just hit. Yeah, just a little, just a little tight. Just a, uh, done. <laughs> just a little audible. Just look. Oh, <laughs> man, they hate me, man. I put my head down everywhere I go. I'm not looking at no. And it's hard because you're already taller. So everybody's assuming oh, that you're yeah. going to address them anyways. And I'm like, if I look straight up, I look like I'm being pretentious. So I'm just walking around. Okay. I would just I look, look like I'm lost. I feel like you're tall enough to just look straight ahead and you're not making eye contact. You're good. My straight ahead eye contact for everybody else is as if I'm darting towards them. Oh, for some shit. People. And if you're too <laughs> far away, you think I'm looking at you. Mm, okay, true, 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 So true. everybody else is under this impression that I'm supposed to be making eye contact. Like, I just be trying to walk. That's why I just be putting my head down. So mm. if I don't make eye contact at all, then we're fine. Somebody always seems to see me because massive individual just hitting the hallway again. And they're like, oh, oh excuse me. Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yes, little Bobby. Yes. How can I help you today? I just wanted a hug. Oh. Uh, Damn it. <laughs> see, like stuff like joy. that is cute from like your own kids, but I couldn't. I could. I. I could not imagine working with children every day. I couldn't. Like I have kids. I love my kids too, deaf, and I love hanging out with them. Like, but I hate other people's kids so much, <laughs> and I just I tried. couldn't I, do it. It's gonna sound bad. I thought it was a godsend that I started during COVID because I didn't have to hug anybody. Mm. I didn't have to. I didn't have to be up close with nobody. As soon as we get in person, I got sick more times in a year than I ever got sick. I imagine so. That makes and, a lot of sense. And then kids started coming up to you with a mask, trying to hug you, and I'm like, "This is counterintuitive. Please stop touching me. You don't understand science. Please move." <laughs> and it was just that. It was just that feeling all the time. And I was just like, God. and I come home and I'd be like. Well, I'm losing sleep, and these kids are disgusting. So now this year, it's like I'm gonna fortify my body with Airborne because. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Airborne, sponsor us. Thanks. Yes, please, 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 please. Um, Molly, I'm gonna blast through the next three. So here okay. we go. The first one, uh, that Barry Manilow song. Um, I write the songs. Uh, he didn't write it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, restaurants with indistinctive uh, figures like a rooster and a chicken indicating which restrooms are for men and which are for women. Hate that shit. Hate yeah. that shit. Because yeah. now you expect me to know shit. Like, yes, while I do know it, if I drink too many of whatever fucking drink y'all have here, yeah. now yeah. I'm fucking in the rooster bathroom. Remember how there used to just be like a gender... Is that really what they're called? Like the gender signs? The ones where it's like a circle with the little plus sign? Yeah, there's little symbols. The the male and... Yeah. Right. So then I didn't know what they were originally. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, same. Like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, cool. I'm now thinking about that after reading one of these. And I was just like, what shape is it? Or like, what do we do now for, for the trans community? Like... Right. What... Do we not... I guess they don't have... They might have a symbol. I don't know. I'm not I sure. I want to say they do. I'd have to look it up. I'm pretty sure... I would just get rid of it. Because the yeah. only thing I know that they have on the bathroom now is when they're unisex. And it's like a... A man's... Uh, like a circular head with hair. And then the other half is oh, like yeah. half a skirt. And I'm like... So what is it called? The uh, Minotaur looking like shit. <laughs> it's crazy. It I don't like talk a- about... It looks like a, a broken down airplane just going up. <laughs> like it's just it looks like a rocket ship. Because the skirt is it it is confusion. It is very, very much so confusion. Okay, uh, so the trans symbol. Yeah. Loki looks like a Pokemon. Um it is no, no, I'm dead ass. I'm trying to figure out which Pokemon it is. I think it's the electric one <laughs> with like the bolts. <laughs> Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> I mean, not another Pokemon references. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but yeah, it is. It is. It is. What whatever Pokemon this is. But yeah, it is circle with multiple like sprouts off of it to include 
boat. I'll put a picture up because I'm terrible at explaining shit, but it is. He's got a circle and it's got three, excuse me, two arrows. Oh, one I see. To it. the right, one going to the yeah. left. And then it is like a cross at the bottom. Yeah. So it's, it's like a, the it's female the and the right. male. And then there's like an extra one. I mean, it looks like a Pokemon. It's kind of dope. Now I got to let you know what the name of this damn Pokemon is. And it is an electric one. I was right. Is it? Is it, is it this one? Let me see. There's no way. Is it? Is it? Is it? No. Nope, There's somebody beating their head against the speaker. Oh, they know. They're like, it's this one. I'm going to say it in a second, maybe. Or maybe I won't. Right. <laughs> maybe I'll clip it and it'll be 30 seconds ago. <laughs> Get French fruit. Good luck, everybody else. Gosh. Yeah, I don't know which Pokemon this is. It's the one with the... With the uh, the magnets on it. That one. I'm dead ass. Magnemite? Maybe. No. Sure. Magnetron. Yeah, is that the one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Magneton. One? Magneton. Yeah. The, Magneton. Uh, yes. Oh, wow. The, That's. You know what? Uh, evolutioned version of it. You know what? What? This is offensive. All right. Is it? <laughs> yeah, if it is, my bad. I'm sorry. But that's I literally I... the first thing I thought of. I was like, oh, it's like a Pokemon. Dead yeah, like a Pokemon. Right. I'm sorry if I offended There's... anybody. I really didn't mean to. Yes. Well, she did. So. I'm sorry. Fine. My bad. Don't And of course. Yes, please don't, because I'm trying to get started. Uh, the <laughs> last two. So uh, that 41 seems to be the average age of people who describe themselves as their late 30s in personal ads. So whatever somebody's right, everybody's like, yeah, I'm in my late thirties, and it's usually they're forty-one. Lion ass, you're in your early forties. Right. The fuck? Try and get, try and get pussy, not getting no pussy with Lion A. Mm-mm. Shout out to y'all on dating apps because that's just hard, and I don't envy y'all. And good luck, everybody else. God, Can- damn, good luck, everybody. Else. I'm I can't, so sorry. I can't do it. Me neither. I would just be single forever because I. All right, what's the next one? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, that okay. So the last one says walking by the same person you've already walked by in the dairy, produce, and frozen food section. Mm, I don't know. I'll be paying attention to people like that. Like I'll notice that I passed them, but it's like, all right, I'm. Now I don't go to the grocery store unless I'm with my girl. So like, anytime I'm going, we're usually like. We have a list and we do the right. thing, but I'll always notice if you got kids. Oh, okay. And so it'll be like, oh gosh, the last time. The last time I went, there was a girl who was like, she wanted something. She was like, daddy. And she had some fucking thing she wasn't supposed to have. And it was insane. When I say that the, the father said, no, you can't have that. And the kid said, don't say no. <laughs> and I said, okay. All right. Uh, I got to walk away. I got to walk away. away. And <laughs> down the freezer aisle was the same father and daughter. And in line when we were checking out was the same father and daughter. And it was, it was just too much. And I just, I just, I have to separate myself sometimes. I will notice. If I see the same person like in different parts of the store, because then I feel like I'm being followed. Because I went to Walmart the other day just to get, uh, I was looking for some more of the Celsius drinks um, and some other shit. And so I'm like, I'm bouncing around the store because I was also looking for a table and the same dude, that blue shirt. I kept just kept seeing him. Then I see this nigga at the checkout. I was like, all right. Then I see this nigga in the parking lot. I'm like, are you trying to die today? Yeah, he was definitely. I'm not the type of bitch you can kidnap. (laughs) (laughs) Let go of me! (laughs) I'm not a. He's like, I'm not a victim. That's a (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. I just feel that in my spirit of just (laughs) just the most agitating sound with a bunch of fists to the face. Just fucking around with her keys. <gasps> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and just doing this shit. 
No, I be, uh, I don't play when I'm out by myself. I don't play. I am. I I will put the. I open the door, have my boop boops ready, put the groceries mm. in. I'm locking the car. I'm the type of bitch to put the cart back. So I'm locking the car. I put the cart back. Then I come back to the car. I get in. I lock the door immediately and I go. I'm not fucking around. I'm that type of shit. I got shit to do tomorrow. See, that's that's kind of my my natural understanding of why I don't talk to people. I don't care if it's. I've learned that it doesn't matter if it's day or night. Mm-mm, I don't matter. Like, I've had situations where people have like, we were just. This is the last part of my story. We were just in Target, mm-hmm. right? We're Not Target. Target. We were in Target, right? That's how I felt about this place. We were in Target. <laughs> so they had no Starbucks, huh? <laughs> no, they definitely had a Starbucks. Um, it was just, it was just the people. Uh, oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> so we went there, and when, and I'm like, all right, we're just. Mind you, this is the first time I've ever like grocery shopped in Target. So we're just in Target. Yeah, I don't grocery looking, shop in Target. But it's just like they have a lot of interesting stuff. Facts. Like that mushroom drink, that you, the mushroom elixir drink from the, mm-hmm. the chat. Mm-hmm. They had those there. And I was like, oh, that's oh. nice. Okay, cool. So like okay. one day we're going to go back and be like, all right, cool. I'm going to try this mushroom drink and then throw it up and be like, ah. Uh, but generally when I was there, right? <laughs> God dang these kids and their stupid posts. So I, I was like, all right, uh, I'm going to try it out. And I looked and I went. All right, we're going to the grocery store, whatever. And I saw a guy, and he was walking around with the cart. And I was like, okay. And then you see him again, and you're like, all right. I'm kind of sketchy now, right? Right? He's just minding his business. I'm seeing this. I'm seeing other people kind of transition around the area because it's a grocery area. Yeah. And then you kind of see this guy, too. Mm. And I peep that I've seen him twice. In the same mm-hmm. area, so maybe he's just going around the shopping Looking area. for stuff, yeah. And then I'm sitting there, I'm looking, I'm in the aisle. Here's my girl up in the front of the aisle, like where we are. Here I am in the middle. He walks past my girl who has the who has the cart mm-hmm. and walks to me and he goes, Excuse me. And I go, Yeah, yeah, what's up? And he just holds up a card. And it's just what? him saying, like, it just says, like, uh, please, I I need uh, money. I don't have food for kids and like, oh. stuff like that. I was like, no, bro, I don't carry cash. I, right. I don't have anything. Please. I'm like, what is happening, bro? Because the irony is I just told this story to my girl about how somebody really just like uh was on like I think TikTok or something complaining uh-huh. about some some lady was asking someone for help to purchase baby formula. Mhm. Damn. And she went and had rang up like 3 400 dollars in baby formula. And, and they're like way. and they literally paid for it. They paid they sh- for it? Dead ass. This is how the story went. They paid for it. And why the lady Grab the receipt. <laughs> nah, fam. See, they be out here scamming motherfuckers. See, nah. So she takes out, she starts walking out the store. They're like, hey, can we get that receipt? She just keeps walking. They start following her. Another lady in the store runs out of the store. And you're like, hey, yo, this lady gets into a car. They start backing up, driving. Mind what you, this fuck? story feels so fucking made up because of the fact that this lady's like, so then we got in our car and started following them. And they pull up. They just somehow are just kind of racing behind this other car. The lady pull like they get like two, maybe three miles down the road after chasing each, mm-hmm. like him chasing him. She pulls over her minivan, drops all the shit out the window, and then just goes. No way. So I thank everybody for coming to another episode of the <laughs> Fresh Crew Podcast. Uh, um, That's crazy. We really appreciate y'all. Please leave reviews. Please make sure that you're, you know, giving us, you know, as many reviews as possible. Yeah. Share with your um, friends. Yeah. Share with your friends. Right. Share with your enemies. Yeah. Do, right. A, I found this podcast. Go listen to it and go fuck yourself. Like those two things would be totally fine if you hit them with that. Period. Um, yeah. I would like uh, to say. Yeah, absolutely. Go for I'm it. I'm going to start a war right now. Yeah. I want y'all to know that Oregon Oregon is in 21% of the lead of listeners. 
for Get Fresh Crew. Oregon is in the number one spot with 21%. California, you're slipping. You got 1%. Oregon has what? 21%. Hey, shout out to Oregon right now. Oregon. Hey, shout out. By Illinois. Let's go. And I wonder who. (laughs) I wonder who in (laughs) Illinois... Hmm. Could possibly be <laughs> listening to this podcast right now. So shout out to you guys. Uh. So I wonder. <laughs> got me all types of flustered. You oh, can write in all God. caps all you want. I'm crying with anyway. the little fire emoji. Love you, fi- <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh my God. But yeah, if you want your state to do better, share with your friends. Get your yeah. state up there because Oregon is whooping your ass right now. I'm just saying. Absolutely. Shout out to Oregon. We appreciate each and every one of y'all for listening. Shout out to Oregon, though, especially. And yeah, oh. share. Tell your friends. I'm going to be so real with you because I know our numbers are low. I can make promises like this. I'm going to tell you right now, mm-hmm. by episode 30, right? Mm-hmm. If your state got number one, right? If you're the top state, mm-hmm. we're going to come up with a gift and send it to you. Hey, late. Absolutely. And I love you gotta, that. and I gotta know that you represent your state. Right. You gotta prove that you are representing your state. Right. right? That part. Because right now the the people in VA is me. It's me listening to my own podcast right now. <laughs> it's me. All right. It's me. I'm niggas. VA, <laughs> so VA is at eleven percent, and Georgia is at sixteen percent. So we yeah. we slack it. We got to share our own shit. <laughs> Come on now. I send a gift to you. You send it to me. Uh, Period. But but right now. <laughs> Right. If somebody other than <laughs> well, I don't know, because Georgia, you know, there's a bunch of people in Georgia, it's so a it's a possibility. It is a possibility. So, hey, whoever it is, I'll send out some. I wear, I probably wear a jersey from wherever y'all are from. Yeah, and, and follow us on Instagram. We got IG. Get fresh crew. Follow All us. That. Yeah. All, that. All right, make it happen. Um, mm-hmm. the only thing I have left is, uh, please make sure that you tell your your loved ones that you love them. Because, mm-hmm. especially in hard times, mm. they didn't know that you're there for them. So, loved ones, Absolutely. I love y'all. Love y'all. And, uh... Stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye. Bye. Bye.